The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. January 25th, welcome back to Edgework. I'm Zach Phillips, joined here today by So Money as well as Rusty Phil. Going to break down the nine NHL games ahead of us tonight, give out our best bets for those, as well as answer some questions for the chat. So if you guys do have those, please send them along. Do a little recap of yesterday, Joey Puck's debut on the Edgework show. But before we can get into all of that, I do want to remind people that today's show, as always, is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book, whether it's for games, futures, or player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. So make sure to download the app today. It is available in iOS. Android, as well as on the web. And if you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. That's betstamp.app slash edgework. You can find those uh, in the link to the, uh, the in the description of the show, as well as just type that into your search bar and it'll take you straight there. Signing up through that link does help support us here on the Edgework Show, so we do appreciate that. But as Jeremy says here, don't tell Joey Pucks, but the Thursday show is the best show. There you go. Don't tell them across, but if you do agree with that, make sure to hit that like button here uh, on the stream today. Subscribe here to the channel. We hit recently hit 2,000 subscribers. We'll have a watch along coming up as well as the one chip challenge that'll probably be uh, tied into that one. So lots of stuff coming up across the channel here. You're not going to want to miss any of that. And you're not going to want to miss the best bets. Up 21 units on the season so far, despite yesterday, one in three. Again, we don't need anybody to tell Joey Pucks, Joey Knish, what happened. His was the only winner on the show yesterday. Surprise, surprise, he's taking a minus 200 favorite. But uh, he goes one and one on his debut. Takes the Florida Panthers. Uh, they beat the Arizona Coyotes pretty handedly there. We go one and three. But it brings our record to 204, 208, and 5. That's 417 bets for the show and a 5% ROI, giving us 21 units that we are up on the season. Uh, so, Money, I know that you're excited about uh, what's going on with the fact that I'm the one who has to do the one-chip challenge. I know yesterday there was some resistance on the Joey Puck's Winnipeg bet that was given out. Can you take us through what happened there and why it seemed like uh, why it seemed like the entire market disrespected his opinion on that game? I think that it was bad timing on on his part because what I noticed is that when he gave out the play, um, there was some Winnipeg news that was coming down the pipe, and uh, just mm. as that was happening, um, um, it just it was just bad timing, right? So I don't. As much as I don't want to give him any any leeway or like any, I, yeah, I, I I don't think it was entirely his fault. I think it was just bad timing. <laughs> See, I was hoping you were going to say like, no, we all saw that he was betting on that one. We had to go the other way. 
I would disrespect the opinion. We couldn't get behind it. That was what I was hoping for. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean that 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 would have been easy to say. Like we did all go the other way, but it wasn't because <laughs> of him, though. It was uh, it was some it was some news that came down exactly when he was when 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 he was talking about the bet. Well, Russ, I hope you're holding on to some uh, Nathan McKinnon Hart Trophy tickets at this point because the way that this guy's been playing recently has been absolutely insane. Four goal performance last night. How are you feeling as a Avalanche fan right now? Yeah, feeling great. And they got some of their key pieces back. And yeah, um, McKinnon is absolutely unreal. He's just on a tear lately. So yeah, happy to see them them playing so well. Um, in retrospect, yeah, I should have uh, should have probably seen that coming against a bad Caps team. Probably should have played on them. Um, obviously, it's easy to say now, but yeah, they just absolutely dominated from uh, from right at the puck drop. So, yep, good. All is well in uh, in Avs land right now. They're playing very very well at a pretty key time. Hopefully, get a bunch of these easy wins going right into the break. So, no, good day of uh, good day of hockey yesterday. We'll say yeah, Joey Pucks, man. That dude is uh, he's just a mile, a million miles a minute. Dude is uh, absolutely shy on cannon, but is nothing but entertaining. That I mean, I was just trying to keep up to everything he was saying. It's like you know, talking over people and releasing bets and calling in plays and everything. But yeah, as uh, as it says, as uh, I think Jeremy says in the chat, yeah, he, honestly, he probably was on the right side of both of those teams. Um, I saw a ton of people on uh, the Jets yesterday that I follow. I don't think anybody I saw was on the Leafs. And, um, you know, it was a hard-fought win in a game that they, you know, they played tough enough to win, but they probably shouldn't have won that one. So, yeah, he was he was probably on the right side. All right, well, we got nine games ahead of us here. We'll break down each one of those. If you guys do have questions about the games, please send them in the chat here. But we'll run through, get Russ and Somani's opinion, see what they've got best bets in. And we're going to start – with the New York Islanders heading over to Montreal to take on the Canadians, where we see the Habs currently sitting plus 132, hosting the Islanders minus 146, a total of six and a half on books like Pinnacle there, but you're seeing some sixes out there as well right now. Russ, what are your thoughts on this game uh, and where it comes in at side and total? Yeah, we're going to go back to the well here and lock in that over six before it moves. Uh, I've been monitoring this um, back and forth all since yesterday, yeah, it looks like there's a couple of sixes left. I'd probably go right into that 125 that's at DraftKings. Um, but, yes, going back to the well with a New York Islanders over here. Uh, they've just been great on the road for overs, 14-7-1 uh, this year for road overs for this team. And uh, recently they have changed their style up a little bit. I think everybody can agree, you know, Patrick Waugh has not playing. A little different. Obviously, he wants them to play a lot better defensive. You know, they were one of the worst defensive teams in the league, which is why we've been playing their overs all year. But I think this is a good spot to go back to it. The total probably should be minus 110, six and a half, minus 110 both ways. So we're getting a little bit of value there. And then um, you're facing a, a Canadians team who's just played terrible on defense lately. Looking at the last 15 games, which is the last month or so, they're 32nd in goals ex goals against, expected goals against, and 24th in save percentage. I will say Montembeau has been playing a little bit better, and I do expect to see him tonight. But I think this Isles team can uh, can really generate some chances and put it on them. And uh, hopefully, you know, it looks like Varlamov is in net for the Isles. So hopefully we get a couple goals from the Canadians as well. And, um, and easily get this total over. So, 
you know, this is a, it's pretty straightforward. I've got, I've got closer to seven in this total. And uh, if you're going to give me six at minus 120, I'll happily take that bet. So over six is the way we're going to go to start off the show. Well, and if you call it what's so money's analysis as of Patrick Waugh joining this team here, Russ, you might get goalie pulls with 15 minutes left in the third period, which could help you out there as well. So I never know, might have that on your side. Uh, but uh, Yeah, absolutely. So- <laughs> That's the thing with betting overs, right? It's like, you know, if you get a, if we get a 3-3 tie, it gets there. So you only need six goals for that win. And then, yeah, who knows when these guys are going to start pulling goalies and empty net goals. So that's one of the, you know, those are two reasons that I really, really like betting overs, you know. Uh, and at Montreal, yeah, their defense has just been terrible lately. They've given up six to Ottawa, four to Ottawa, and then nine to Boston in their last three games. So if uh, the Isles can get to four here, even five, you know, I think we go over this total easily. Well, so money. What are your thoughts about the uh, the first little portion here of uh, Patrick Wall's time with the Islanders, and uh, what we might see here tonight in this game against the Habs? I was just laughing at Charles's uh, last comment. That was funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I well in in terms of Patrick Wall and the and and the Islanders, I think that um, he does he does want to play a little bit more a little bit more defensively with the Islanders, but I don't really know if he's got the horses right now to, to, to do that with the Isles, right? Like, I mean, it's, it's what I always say, right? At, at, at this point, you, you, you are what you are, right? And the Islanders are not a good defensive team. Um, they, um, they're just not a good team o- overall. Maybe um, even, even in that Dallas game that they won, um, I mean, they were, it was a coin flip game, right? They, um, and, and that, um, that Vegas game that they lost, they probably should have won that game. But that's what they've been doing all year, right? This is this is just who they are. So, um, in 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 terms of this game, Montreal unders was something that we've been we were on for for a long time. Um, that 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 has changed. Uh, Russ um, alluded to it where where Montreal, especially recently defensively, they've just um, they've just gone in the tank. They've just gone in the tank here. So um, Montreal unders is not something that um, I'm. I'm I'm looking at. Um, I agree with Russ on the overlook, um, but for me the price is just where it, where it should be. So on both the sides, um, I'm I'm not looking to back either team. I think that the Isle the the Isles are a little inflated here. Um, I I mean they're what in the mid minus one forties on the road, but. Mm-hmm. It's also against the Montreal team that is really struggling right now. So I will pass on this game. Um, I think it's over or nothing, but I wanted a little, um, a, a little cheaper on the over for me, especially if I'm going to bet the six and a half. So, so for now, I'll pass on this game. All right, well, first bet locked in there. We're going to take the over uh, six minus 120 between the Islanders and the Habs. We'll recap every bet that's given out throughout the course of the show here today in the Bet Stamp app. If you do want to see our picks, you want to see how we've done throughout the season over the last week, the last month. If you want to see how we've done over the last two years, you can follow find that all in the Find Better section there as Edgework HQ. So make sure to check that out. Let's continue to move on here. We do have eight more games remaining on the schedule. Next up, we have the Ottawa Senators hosting the Boston Bruins tonight. Ottawa plus 123, the Bruins minus 130. We see a total of six and a half. That is all the way across the board right now. So Money, what are your thoughts on this game here and what we see the price currently sitting outside or total? So this is another situation with 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 Boston, similar to what we had on um, 
the last show on Monday where um, I wanted to bet Boston, but um, it just got out of range quickly. So I think that what we're seeing here is that, um, so for me, Boston is a play on team um, right now, but um, the market is also agreeing with me and they're, and they're moving early, earlier on Boston. So we'll have to make some adjustments and get on, get, um, try to, Get in front of the market on that, which 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 we'll do. We'll we'll we'll, we'll take care of that. But um, for now, it's just um, I do want to bet Boston. I think that, in, but into the mid minus one thirties is a little too um, is a little too expensive for me. So um, if if we do dip into the in, into the minus one twenties, that's where I will be on Boston. Um, Ottawa, um, Ottawa has even though they um. They have been playing well. Um, I think that um, we're stepping up in competition against a Boston team that's going to really start taking off here. And we, and we, and and we've been talking about this now for like a couple of weeks now, where Boston is primed to take off. So I think that even though Ottawa is playing well, it's it's a tough situation for them to um, to uh, match up against Boston here. So if we do see a dip in Boston on the price, then um, then anything under minus one thirty is where I'll be betting Boston. Okay, so not quite there right now. You see minus 130s, but mostly kind of pushing out to that minus 135, 36, even out to 140s on some of these different books here right now. So uh, not quite within range, but Russ, is this something that you might be uh, willing to play on, uh, whether that be side or total? Um, yeah, just like somebody said, I think, you know, he said some some – Covered some good things in that little segment there. I played the the Bruins minus 120 last night. Um, woke up this morning. It was minus 122. It ticked up a little to 126, and I thought maybe we would have a play. And then, like, right before we uh, we start, we went on air, it, it hit up to minus 130, minus 135 at most places, which is probably where I kind of would have it. I was going to suggest around minus 140 to play Boston, too. But, um, you know, I, I think, yeah, this is getting out of range a little bit for me. Uh, but very interesting handicap here, right? Um, Ottawa is like the reverse of the Vancouver Canucks. They just get – they've been getting tons of credit and tons of credit love in the market the last few games, and I, I really just don't understand it. I mean, this team has been decent on the offensive side of the uh, ice, but they're terrible on defense, and their goaltending is just awful. So that does lead me to uh, an over here. I like this over. Again, we played over six, minus 115, and all of these are, you know, I posted most of these yesterday, but I would still play that that over six and a half at Bet Rivers, and, you know, probably right up to minus 105 I could, I could stomach just because we missed the best of the number yesterday. But yeah, this is a you know this is two over teams for me. This is two very very offensive teams. One of the teams is uh, in the Ottawa Senators are very very bad at defense, and the Boston Bruins are actually dipping quite a bit on defense recently as well. Um, you know, if you watch the show, we have played a ton of Ottawa home overs. They're fourteen seven and one to the over at home. And uh, just look at, you know, normally I look at about the last fifteen games, the last month or so to get a read on teams. Um, and if, but if we look at the last 10 games, these teams are second and third in expected goals for, they've just been generating a ton of offensive chances, um, you know, and then middle of the road in expected goals against, you've got Ottawa all the way down there at 20th in expected goals against, and Boston's actually 22nd. So they're actually a little bit worse. Um, so 
I do like the over here. That's the way I think we should play it for one unit. And uh, as somebody said, if this does dip a little bit, which I definitely could see it dipping back to minus 125, I would play Boston as well for uh, maybe a half a unit. Um, it's a, it's just a weird handicap where I do know of some people that are on Ottawa here, the spot, the back-to-back for Boston, uh, but I just can't get to this price, honestly. I've got closer to minus 140, around minus 138 or so on Boston, which was a ha- a easily a play for me at minus 120. But, yeah, it's just a weird thing. Like, I, I'm happy to continue to play against this Ottawa team who's just not very good, and especially if we're going to get Corpus Allo in that who's just complete ass – I mean, they have been 30, 32nd in save percentage. And then you're looking at a Boston team who's probably – who is second in save percentage the last 15 games. It doesn't matter. if probably get Swayman here. Um, Olmark started last night, I believe. So it doesn't matter who you get. Boston has two of the best goalies in net against, uh, two, you know, probably some of the worst goaltenders in net for, for Ottawa. So that's a huge edge. So simple play here. I'm going to take the over. That's the way I like it. Um, and then if we do dip a little, I, I wouldn't be mad about playing uh, Boston as well. All right. So we'll take the over six and a half minus one Oh two there. Uh, now for both so money and Russ, if you're going to see that price dip below minus minus one thirty, then that's going to come in within range for either of them. So not going to be an official play here on the show right now, but definitely something to monitor throughout the course of the day here, whether you're watching this back after if you're watching right now and you're trying to look for some numbers to play on throughout the day, or if you're listening on podcasts, then that is uh, some actionable information to take away. Now, we're going to jump ahead a little bit in terms of the schedule here, but we're going to go to Minnesota, where the Wild are hosting the Predators here tonight. We see Minnesota right now, minus 111, the Preds plus 105, and a total of six. So, Money, you've got some thoughts here in this game. What are we looking at tonight? Yeah, let's um, let's let's play the under six here. I'm up to minus 115. I just don't want to um, lose, that, lose that number there. Yeah. Um, so, a couple of things here. Um, Nashville, uh, they are starting to have trouble scoring again, which is what we expected, which is what we've been waiting for. Um, they are, they are a team that I've been looking to fade. Um, and we have been, um, we have been ahead of the market there a little bit. So, um, so apologies to Moreto, um, we'll be going against Nashville quite a bit. Um, <laughs> don't apologize his, to Moreto. One of his, uh, 30 teams here. Um, yeah, so, um, so Nashville in general is a team that I do want to fade. Um, I don't believe that against Minnesota, fading them is the right opportunity, but we know that they're starting to have trouble scoring again. Um, while they're not, they're not terrible defensively. Meanwhile, on the, on, on the Minnesota front, they have been putting up goals lately, but, um, if you look at, um, like the like the game scores have gone over, but my score in the game has not been over. There's a lot of um, below average goaltending that 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 they've been facing there as well. Which, I mean, it could continue tonight. I don't know, right? But but um, but for me, I want to make the bet on a team that I do feel is um, is not as good as the amount of goals that they've been putting up lately, um, and I'm getting a six on a total that. For both teams, um, they do profile as 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 an under team for me. Um, I have concerns about um, about Nashville starting Lincoln in goal. Um, it's possible, even if it does happen. Yes, we'll get we'll be on a worse price ticket, 
but I'd rather jump in front of this right now and take my chances with the with 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 the goaltending as opposed to just um, wait it out and lose the number that I want right now. So that's the reason why we've locked in the under under six there. All right, well, grab the under six minus one fifteen. There are a bunch of those uh, widely available. If you shop around, there are a couple like minus one tens, minus one twelves. But you do have to have some certain sp- uh, sports books. So if you do want to sign up for those, betstamp.app/edgework. Uh, Make sure to check that out as well before we go over to Russ for his thoughts in this game. Less than half the people watching the show right now have hit the like button on this stream right now. So hit the like button while you're waiting. Hit the like button while you're watching. We've given out three best bets already through three games. I don't know why you would be waiting to like the stream. So smash the like button. We do appreciate all the support. But Russ, we grabbed the under six here, minus 115 between Minnesota and Nashville. Do you have any other thoughts on this game? No, not really. You know, so many uh, summed it up pretty well there. These are two under teams for me as well. That's the way I would look to go. Um, As he said, Minnesota has put up a couple of uh, crazy crooked number goals the last few games. But, you know, yeah, like I'm not sure that that is uh, sustainable, especially against uh, a Predators defense who's been top 10 in the league pretty much all year and especially the last month. Um, Nashville Preds games have gone under the total five games in a row. And, uh, you know, yeah, I think that's the way I would look here as well. Um, and if we do get Lankin in, he's really hasn't been that bad. Jose Soros has struggled, you know, pretty much all year. And Lankin has uh, has been about the same as far as my numbers go. So I don't think I don't think that's a terrible thing if we get Lankin in net. Um, yeah, so that's the way I would look too. I don't have too much to add. I think if you're going to need seven to lose this bet, I think that's a great bet to take under six. All right, well, let's jump back to the 7 o'clock time slot here where we've got the Tampa Bay Lightning hosting Arizona. Tampa minus 200, the Coyotes plus 185, a total of 6.5. We saw a little bit of a whomping last night there down in uh, in South Beach with the Arizona Coyotes going up against Joey Puck's Florida Panthers. Now they head on over to Tampa. Russ, what are your thoughts on where this total is currently sitting at and uh, with this number being where it's at right now? Yeah, I'm you know I'm the wrong guy to ask here about the Coyotes. I have uh, I have played against them pretty much all year, and I mean honestly, honestly, uh, when they're at home, they are a pretty decent team. They can play scrappy. They can they can keep things tight. But on the road, they've really struggled this year. And um, I am sort of starting to buy a little bit on this Lightning team who has who's played a, a little you know better recently and kind of are, are feeling the pressure, feeling like they need to uh, get things going right into before the all-star break. So just looking at it from a numbers perspective, I have, I really have no edge. I've got Tampa Bay right around minus 200. And uh, you know, I think that the total may be a touch high, but I could easily see something like we saw last night where uh, Tampa Bay puts up five goals. So it's really no play for me on either the side or the total. Um, you know, gun to my head, if I had to pick, I would, I would probably lay like a, like a Tampa Bay puck line or something like that. Um, but no play for me. I think, I think this is a, this is the line. It is lined pretty correctly. And, uh, I think Tampa Bay should win this game at home. So money, are we going to get the, uh, second ever and second consecutive minus 200 bet on this show, or are we going to maybe stay away? Uh, do you have any other thoughts on this game or a different way to approach it? Yeah, I think that um, I think that I think the line is fair. Um, Tampa Bay is a team that looks like that they're going to become a bet on team here. Um, 
I I don't want to be betting into the minus 200s right now until I see a little bit more from them. But um, yeah. and and uh, as Rush as uh, Russ alluded to here, Tampa uh, Arizona is also a team that um, they are they are inconsistent on the road. So um, I think that the that that the numbers fair right now. I will. I will pass. Um, I I do have a look on the under, um, especially with um, with Connor Ingram getting the getting the call tonight. Um, I'm pretty sure Tampa still goes back to Vasilevsky, um, but I think that um, for now I will pass. If I get a little bit better on the under six and a half, that's the way that 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 I would be looking here. All right, well, nothing there between the Coyotes and the Tampa Bay Lightning. So we continue to move on where we've got the Red Wings here hosting the Flyers tonight. Detroit minus 120. You see the Flyers plus 110. A total of six and a half right now. Um, Russ, anything for you here in this game? Nope, these are two teams I have. Uh, I kind of have a buy signal on. Both of them are playing pretty well and fighting for that uh, that wild card spot. But there's some uncertainty. You've watched this show before. You know I, I hate hate this uncertainty, these variables. You've got uh, you got Owen Tippett out for Philly for the Flyers. Who who he's a needle mover, man. He's been playing very well on that top line. So no Tippett tonight, I believe he's out. So that changes things a little bit. And then on the flip side, um, I think JT Comfort is questionable for the Wings, and I believe Patrick Kane is out. There was some talk about him coming back this game, but they did release their lineup, and he was not in it this morning. So I would, you know, I would trust the lineup that that came out. And then you've got the uh, the off the field stuff, off the ice stuff with uh, with Carter Hart. And his leave of absence, you know, he really hasn't been playing great this year. Samuel Erson has honestly <clears throat> been the better goalie. But, you know, how does that affect the, the locker room stuff? How does it affect their focus? Um, so, honestly, I think this number is about right. I, I have no I have no look. You know, speaking of my numbers, I've got Detroit at minus 116, and I've got 6.6 .6 for the total. So there's really no edge either way. Uh, I think, you know, this is two teams – who are rated fairly closely in my rankings. And um, I think, you know, I think it should be a really close game. I like, if you're looking for like a, an overtime bet, that might be something to look at because just because they're so similar, but that's probably actually juiced pretty lowly, pretty low compared to, you know, some of the other ones. So no play for me here. Too many, uh, too many questionable situations and, and uh, too many variables that I'm happy to stay away on this game. Are there, uh, is there anything for you here? So money in this game tonight? Uh, Philadelphia has been taking money in the market right now, and uh, they were last night into 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 early this morning. Um, it makes sense because Detroit was a little bit inflated when they when 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 they did open. However, we are getting into range where I am I am showing some interest in the wings. I still would like a a, a little bit cheaper because I do think that it's going to be um, it will be a close game, right? Um, so I I do want Detroit um again this is another it seems like every game on today's card is something that I'm just saying just like wait on the price right but um it's just the way it goes sometimes right so um I'm waiting for the price to dip a little bit more on the on the on the wings here if I can get them in around the minus 1 minus 113 range um yeah and minus 113 that is where where where, where my strike point is on Detroit. So uh, we'll see if it gets there for now. I agree with Russ. I think it's fair. Um, it is interesting to note um, all the 
flyers money that has that that has come come into the market here early. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm not sure, yeah, I'm not sure if I agree with that in the line move originally. I think yeah, the flyers are kind of uh, you know they're kind of struggling recently when I look at some of my numbers and, and Detroit is playing well seven two and one their last ten. Um, there is one comment that says maybe Urson saves. I, I don't think I would I would look at that. Detroit actually has not been generating a ton of chances recently. And if you look at the last 15 games, they're actually last in the league in shots for in the last 15 games. So I'm not, I'm not sure I would look that way. Um, another comment. Yeah, the Flyers have been pretty good on the road. That's probably explains the uh, that probably explains the uh, the money that that Philly's getting that the Flyers are getting. All right, well, nothing for us there as of right now. And as so many said, some stuff that you can take away, maybe look for some prices later in the day. Uh, we don't force things out there at, just based on taking plays for the sake of taking plays on the morning show. If they're not there, they're not there. Before we yeah, continue we on here, we do have a question from Matt and Road here. Uh, Matt asking, hi, guys, general question. For totals where the price has moved a bit much, do you wait a couple of minutes and take the total live or just leave it alone? Thanks give this to you guys here uh playing more of these totals and then kind of staying off of stuff reacting to things throughout the day and then especially as games get underway how is it that you approach them i think that it it i would base this on a game by game basis right so like for example um let's let's say that uh in the in in the in, in the minnesota nashville game for example right like i like the under but I but I couldn't get there on the under because of the price, right? So now once um, once the game starts, um, let's say if there's like an early goal, right? So like now now you have to assess that 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 that's that situation that like was the early goal a result of like both teams coming out end to end, or was the goal against the flow of play and your your read or your analysis of the game was still was still on it was just a fluky goal or like a goal that went in on the team's first shot and with with like the shots being like two one in like like five minutes into the game or something right so like in those situations you 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 get the early goal the price that you wanted would come back so like i would look at it and i would look at that however if the early goal in the month in the minnesota nashville game came because both teams were like they came out flying end to end and like you may need to um, accept that your read on this game was wrong and so in that's in in that situation you probably just want to back off so i think um there's no for me at least there's no um there's no rule and like i think in betting too like um one thing that like we get so ingrained with like you must do this in this situation like there's 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 really no rules right there's like just like in life there's it's it's a whole bunch of gray Right, like a lot of things here are, is most most things in life are gray and nuanced, right? And like just like just like betting as well, right? So I think that um, for me to answer that question, it would strictly come down to a um, game by game situation for me. Russ, would you, is there anything yeah. different for you? No, you know, I think yeah, I'm just kind of <clears throat> trying to uh, trying to figure this question out a little bit. Um, I, admittedly, I don't bet a lot of hockey live. I, you know, very very rarely. You know, sometimes I'll take a I'll take an underdog if they've given up two easy goals, something like that. But you know, I bet a ton of totals. I bet a ton of overs. And as I've said, you know, before on this show, 
the majority of these totals lands on seven, you know, as far as, far as, as, far as actual goals in the game, over 20% of NHL games this year have landed on seven. So I think, you know, it depends on, it's a game by game basis, but it's also, you know, what number you're giving on this total. Like I have said many times before, I will happily take a over six and a half up to minus 130, minus 135, where I, you know, if the, if the total six or if I'm taking it under, I generally will not do that just because that number seven is so important in this league, especially if you get a, you know, if you get a three, three tie, obviously you get there in many, many other ways. So, you know, I think it depends, I guess, to answer his question, do you wait a couple minutes or you just leave it? If it is closer to uh if it is closer to a six and a half, I would just, you know, I would just bite the bullet and lay the juice. If uh, if you're taking something that's more of a, more of an under six or even like an over five and a half, that has less importance than a than a six and a half where you need a total of seven. So I guess my my answer would be it depends on the number, and it certainly depends on which direction you're betting it. If you're, if you're going over or under on the total, so um, you know it's a little bit of a you know, a nuanced thing and a complicated thing, but like so many said, it's game by game. And more so for me, it depends on, on the exact number that you're playing. If I'm going over six, you know, I have no issue with, uh, with taking like a plus money over six and a half, you know, or, uh, or a cheaper or a more expensive six, you know, but if I'm taking that over six and a half, I will, I will try and get six and a half if I have to pay minus minus one thirty-five to versus going seven. And that brings me to um to uh, addressing Ron's Ron's point there about um about the higher percentage in um in in play right that that that's the other thing that that, that we need to account for as well right yeah. there's there's a yeah. lot of situations where you have minus one twenty on both sides right mm-hmm. so like that's probably not something that you want to be betting into right so like um what 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 is being offered to you as well um it's not it's not just a number itself, like the six and a half or the six or, or, or whatever. It's like what what you need to pay to get onto that number as well to to yeah. uh, to uh, take into 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 consideration. Yeah, yeah. The sportsbook right. hold is a lot is a lot higher. The percentage of their hold is a lot higher when you're live betting. Certainly, I'm going to put you guys on the spot here again with another question, another totals question. Uh, Samuel Ledbetter saying. How would you price a full game under Ooh. six and a half versus regulation time under six to avoid a three three overtime loser? I'll leave this in your hands here, guys, uh, to do this. This is obviously going to be a lot more math based, I would assume, than uh, where we kind of were with the last one, where you're going to get into some of those nuances. But uh, so money, Russ. If there's anything that you guys have opinion wise or advice wise here on this, so. This is a really loaded question because there's um there's there's a lot of different elements that go into play here. Like the like if you're looking at the regulation line, that um that is um a completely different um kind of um calculation than just looking at like the game lines um like the with in including OT. So um I don't do a lot of regulation stuff. Um and, and like even if you're looking at like the like the regulation sides or like even like the even like the puck lines like it's 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 a completely different um math problem than it is um when you're just looking at like the games as well so um i don't have the answer to that question um i've got an idea about how you would model that to like to like get there um but it's not something that i feel confident that i would be able to provide a proper answer for yeah fair enough 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really, <clears throat> I don't really understand the question. <clears throat> you know, if you're if you're betting under six and a half or under six, and you get a three three tie, obviously you lose both of them. So you'd way rather take the plus money under six. No, I think he's saying that like um that like the like the total is just for the sixty minutes. So like if it's if yeah. it's three three overtime doesn't count, and you've pushed on the six. Yeah, and oh, you've won the okay. six and a half. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I've not played a a regulation total. I don't think ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's all price sensitive, and uh, you know, this is where having a model yeah really comes into play. Obviously, if you have the total, you know it five and five and a half or so then then you're happy taking the under six plus money i believe um so i think it's just price sensitive as far as uh where you have the model or where you handicap the game you know to be scored basically all right that's fair enough i saw the questions thought they were pretty good questions there we do appreciate people asking so thank you very much and uh, as Jeremy says as well, that's the kind of analysis you can't get from Joey Pucks. That's correct. That's the kind of analysis you don't get on a lot of different hockey shows. That's why you come here every morning at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday for the Edgework Show, breakdowns analysis and answering your questions. We do continue to appreciate the support. So thank you very much. A few more games here to get to tonight. Next up, let's look at the Carolina Hurricanes hosting the New Jersey Devils. Carolina minus 155. The Devils plus 140 and a total of six and a half here yet again. Uh, Russ, any thoughts on this on this game here, sides or total-wise? Nope. You know, another game where there's quite a few question marks with uh, with Michael McCloy and, uh, and Cal Foote out for the Devils or taking their leave of absence, you know, and and we'll find, soon find out, you know, what that's all about. You know, I think it's only only bad news there. But yeah, how does this team react to that? How uh, how focused are they on on the game at hand? Um, obviously, Carolina on a back to back. My numbers have Carolina right around minus one forty, so it certainly is a little bit long on them. When you see some of the minus one sixties, even minus one sixty fives, I think that number is a little bit long. But yeah, you're getting a you know quite. The Devils have a couple of injuries. And I just saw that they called up a couple of, uh, you know, young bucks to fill in these holes from these leave of absences. So, um, you know, I tried to play against the the Hurricanes last night. It uh, it did not work. They're, so, the Hurricanes are just playing very well, despite the fact that their goaltending is 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 poor to say the least. Um, their their defense is good, and they're generating lots of chances. So, I think a ton of uncertainty in this game. And, uh, you know, lean, a little bit of a lean towards the Devils at that price, but I don't want to step in front of the Hurricanes here. Well, Russ not stepping in front of the Hurricanes so many. Maybe uh, maybe you are interested in doing so? It, every I've, I've talked about this before, but every every Hurricanes game day, right, like I, I, I look at their number, that's a team that I, I really want to bet every game, right? Yeah. I just can't get there because they're um, – where they stand in the market, um, and then when you when when you incorporate the goaltending that they get, um, I just can't get there on their numbers, right? So it's 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 unfortunate because I'm really high on this on the Hurricanes team. They fly under the radar. They've they've continued to play well for a significant amount of time here, and uh, we're not seeing a dip in their play, right? Like like again, forget the game scores right like or like the final scores like when i look at their game scores 
and like where I have these games graded, they're continuing to play at a high at, at, at a high level. They just don't get um they just don't get the consistent goaltending. And um that's the reason why I just can't get to the kind of numbers that you need to lay um on on the hurricane. So for that reason, again I'll pass um the devils um I think I I, I feel I, I need to message our friend at Todd Todd Cordell here and have a nice uh, <laughs> sit down with him because um I don't get this team and like I just um I, I don't understand anything about the devils and um um I would just like to get a better understanding on them so um for now I'm going to I'm just going to pass I'm going to pass on this game um and uh yeah it's unfortunate that it's another game that I do like Carolina and I just can't I I just can't get to the number. All right, well, let's move on here. We got the Dallas Stars hosting the Anaheim Ducks tonight. Dallas minus 285, the Anaheim Ducks plus 260. Total here yet again at six and a half. But Russ, uh, you did have a look in this game. Where was that? And what might, might we be betting on here today? Yeah, we played uh, over six and a half here. It looks like um, actually has has bounced down a little bit. Um, happy to take that plus money number at Pinnacle. It's a little bit of a rogue number. As you see, a lot of the other books are juiced to the over. Um, you know, and usually Pinnacle is pretty sharp, but I have no issue going against the market. Been doing it all season. But yeah, this is a, you know, we've done a ton of, uh, of Dallas overs specifically at home. This team continues to just print money on home overs. 19 and five to the over at home. Absolutely unbelievable. They've gone over in 14 of their last 15 games at home. Um, they're generating a ton of chances. This is one of the best offenses in the league. And uh, in steps a uh, Ducks team who who can't stop anything. You know, uh, 27th in expected goals allowed. They've uh, the Ducks have allowed four or more goals in five of their last seven games. So I fully expect to see the doubt, see the stars get to uh, get to five goals or so here. So I just hope that the Ducks do their part and uh, sneak a couple past. And uh, looking at the goaltending situation, uh, hopefully it looks like we'll get John Gibson, who I think is the worst of the two goalies there in Anaheim. And uh, kind of a weird situation with uh, Ottinger and Wedgwood. We had expected Ottinger last game or two games ago, and then they went to Wedgwood back to back. So I'm not sure if uh, if Jake Ottinger is still a little bit injured or if he's battling a cold or something like that. But you know, I think either way, um, you know, it's playable. If we do get if we do get Wedgwood, you can expect this total to tick way up and, and probably be closer to minus 120 or so, and that would be a gift. Um, but yeah, that's just more reason to lock in lock in that plus money over six and a half. So. That's the way we're going to go. Hopefully this uh, this Dallas overs just uh, keeps treating us well. Over six and a half plus 100. We'll grab that there. There are a bunch of minus 103s, minus 105s out there as well. You can see it all the way up to minus 110. So make sure you get the best of the number. So, Money, what are your thoughts on this game? I have a bet, you guys. Um, I uh, I completely agree with Russ. Let's make it a um, let's let's make it a double best bet here um, on, the, right. on the over six and a half. Um, Anaheim giving up a giving up tons again, right? Um, he was just um, they're they're just not there defensively anymore. Dallas, um, especially especially at home, um, they're they're generating a ton, and I think that in this spot, um, they should be able to name their numbers. So, um, yeah, I th I I think the I think the over is a great look here. So I'm uh, I'm with Russ here to make it a double best bet.
Perfect. There you go. Double best bet on the over six and a half plus 100 in Anaheim, Dallas. A few more games to get to here tonight. Just a couple more on the schedule. First and foremost, let's take a look at the Calgary Flames hosting the Columbus Blue Jackets. Calgary minus 179, Columbus plus 170. Total of six and a half right now. So, Money, what are your thoughts on this game? Do you have another bet here? No, no. I start a... <laughs> Um, both both of these teams um, really really tough to get involved with right now. Um, Calgary probably um, a little un, a little unlucky loss there against um, against the Blues. I think that um, um, they should have they should they should have pulled that one out. But um, you're now you're looking at at a, at at them in, into the minus one into the minus one seventies minus one eighties. That's that's you, you. You know what? Actually, though, I'm just looking at my at at my numbers here. We're looking at Columbus. What's the what's the best price on Columbus here? Plus one seventy. Plus one seventy. Yeah, you know, let's do it. Let's do let's do half a unit on Columbus. Um, okay. I'm gonna put it in. Um, what I'm seeing here too is that um, Columbus is not playing is not playing that poorly. Um, obviously, they're not a good team, so they're not getting the results that they that they need. But um, but they're not playing that poorly either. And against the Calgary team, that um, I don't think it, that the that the price is justified. So um, we'll go we'll go half on Columbus here. I almost logged that one for five units, so that would have been uh, an exciting night for the Edgework team. But half a unit, Columbus plus one seventy. Uh, Russ, do you have any thoughts on this game? Um, yeah, I mean, somebody nailed it. I'm glad to, to put a half a unit on this on this game. I I have no idea how the uh, how the Flames how you get the Flames up to uh, up to where they're at at minus one ninety or so. I think that that's just crazy for a team that has just been playing terribly. Um, yeah, 29th in expected goals allowed for the Flames. Uh, they just, you know, they've been standing on the shoulders of Markstrom, who has been playing pretty well. He's had a good month. But, you know, I think the Blue, Blue Jackets are scrappy, very scrappy. They played Edmonton tough the other night, and I expect this to be a pretty close game. And, uh, you know, if you can keep it within one goal and and you've got uh, plus 170 in your pocket or so, I think that's a that's a fine play. So I lean the same way. I'm happy to, happy to lock in that. That half unit, um, I just think this number is way too long on Calgary. So I agree. I might release Columbus plus 175U max big bomb banger later today. So stay uh, stay aware. <laughs> uh, final game of the night here. The Edmonton Oilers hosting the Chicago Blackhawks. And as I saw the comment earlier there from Charles, we just need Joey Pucks to come back here and give us the Oilers minus 500. Uh, at Chicago plus four seventy five, we see total six and a half in this one. Russ, what are your thoughts? Is there any way at all that you're going to get involved in this game? No, nope, I don't think so. Um, you know, this is probably. I think this is the this is one of the longest uh, lines that we've seen all year, and uh, you know, for good reason. Edmonton's been playing really well. They're, they've got that uh, that record streak of seventeen games in sight, and uh, they could easily get there. So yeah, I don't I don't think there's anything here. You know, um, our friend Moretto has been printing on these Edmonton Oilers unders recently, and I, I honestly I don't think you know I don't see why you would get off of it here um, with uh, with a Chicago team who can't score. 
can't generate anything on offense. So you could easily see like uh, Edmonton get to five goals in this game, still go under the total. So that's the way I would lean. Um, but no, I, I've got I've got nothing to to uh, to lock in here. If you know, if I had to play something, I, w- I would look at that under six and a half. But uh, so, money, anything for you to lock in here? Yeah, we did play the under six and a half here. Um, okay. Yeah, so 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 we'll go ahead and do that. Um, concern here would be a could be a um, night off for Skinner. Um, obviously, it's um, obviously it would be a uh, a downgrade. But you look at the game scores for like Edmonton. Like I've like in all my years, like I've never seen this. Right? Like even even like in like earlier in the season when they weren't getting the results. Um, they weren't playing that poorly defensively. They were just getting bad goaltending, like 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 significantly bad goaltending. And now, after they've turned it around, I mean, it's game after game where they just don't give up much, right? And it's yeah. um, um, I know if you go through this, um, if you go through the teams that they've played during this stretch, you can you can make a case that they really haven't played anybody, um, or they've caught anybody at like the at at, at like the right time, but you just play who you play on your schedule. And um, Chicago is another team that um, what Edmonton has shown during this run is that they do take care of bad teams, right? And um, there's no reason to think why they don't take care of Chicago here. They've we've had a big enough sample size that like Edmonton is not gonna um, play play any differently against Chicago than they have against any other team during this run. So, um, and we're getting the better Chicago goaltender in goal tonight. So um, a team that can't generate, they, they do give up quite a bit, but um, they, um, we do get the better goaltender. So at six and a half, um, I, I, I am on the under here as well. All right, the under six and a half minus one hundred three. That'll do it for all the games here today. We appreciate everyone who's commented in the chat here. This was a pretty active chat to the new people who have come over and become regulars here. Uh, obviously, you got Rich, Tim. Thank you guys for doing that. Finish flashlight coming on over. Uh, Adam here joining into the chat today. Insight as always, Ron. Thank you guys for joining uh, joining the chat. We appreciate the participation as always. We'll look forward to seeing you guys back here tomorrow. But before we can wrap it up, we've got to uh, recap all the bets that we have here for tonight. First and foremost, we'll look at the Islanders Habs over six minus one twenty. Then we're going to go to the Bruins Senators over six and a half minus one hundred two. These are full units as well. The Ducks Stars over six and a half plus one hundred. Another full unit. Preds Wild under six minus one fifteen. And then our only half unit play of the night, we're going to take the Columbus Blue Jackets money line plus 170. And then finally, to wrap things up, the Blackhawks, Oilers under six and a half minus 103 for a full unit there as well. So those are our plays. If you do want to see them all, you can head over to the BetStamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ and check those out. Thanks, everyone who tuned in here today. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, no, Albert, there is no Columbus chicago minus one and a half parlays tonight that is not happening i'm not letting that happen anymore jason i'm gonna have to put him on probation for the locking those plays in but uh those are our plays for tonight we appreciate everyone who who watched along here everyone who watches back after the fact thank you guys so much everyone on podcast subscribe rate review all that good stuff russ so money thank you guys for taking the time to do this here today we'll see everyone back here tomorrow morning 10 30 a.m eastern time for more picks and previews Enjoy the games tonight. Good luck on your bets.